Chemist Warehouse changed the game by wiping the $5 prescription fee to help the people. They are the people's chemist. Yeah, they are. And now they're helping us keep the lights on at the morning shift. You know, the people's podcast. The morning shift is proudly brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Let's get it, get it. Woo! Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. Yes, the morning shift. I want you to immediately. Yes, Jada. Good morning. Good evening and everything in between. It's a get it, get it Friday. And we here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes. All powered by You Know Media. It's almost the weekend, fam. We almost Kira Kato, Fano, stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show down under. If you do or don't, call down under your home. Oh, Welcome to new media, the people's media. Say no more, take your shoes off at the door, everything you want, nothing you don't, real people, real talk. That's it, and if we ain't number one in the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it! All oh, the weekend's almost here, baby! Ooh. Hey, we've got a big show locked and loaded for you, Shifters. What's on the show today? What are the weird house rules you had at your house? Or maybe I'm looking forward to that. Went to, I saw a couple of good comments. Oh, there's some goodies in there. You want to stay tuned. <laughs> uh, we're giving the boy a PlayStation today on the show, guys. Hey, PlayStation 5, that's basically like yeah. gold. That is a PS5, eh? Well, it's actually, on a PS4. We are potentially... Sorry, I don't want to just get ahead of ourselves. We are potentially giving away a PlayStation on the show. Yeah, because if I want it, I'm <laughs> And we have Warriors and Kiwi star uh, Charles Nickel Clock start on the show as well, which is dope to have him in, uh, in the studio with us. But we always start the show with an absolute boy. And it's brought to you by Live Nation because Mana Moana is going down this weekend at Spark Arena. Uh, sorry, next weekend, Spark Arena, uh, the 24th of November. Tickets, livenation.co.nz for as low as 20 bucks. Uh, we've got four winners that uh, commented on our post. Oh, give me there. I would like to come along with our winners. Congratulations. How does that sound, bro? Oh, just the choir of greatness. Hey, we've got, uh, we've got four winners here today that we're going to hook you up with. You can take your four friends along, which is dope as well. So congratulations to everybody who is winning these. The Fano Passes, uh, Lomas Masaeli. Masaeli. Uh, Alex Maddox, congratulations. Maddoxy. Uh, Albert <laughs> Alipati uh, Paliasala. Paliasala. And Raylene Sophia. Sophia. Congratulations to you and the fam. It's going to be one heck of a day. We didn't we didn't typecast those winners, did we? Because there's an awful <laughs> we, lot we of island never. names there. I'm saying, hey, look, I, we, we, we want them to win. Trust me. I'm just saying, we didn't. White people want to go to that show too. <laughs> hey, this was the names of the people. Yeah, that's right. I'm entered. just making sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, sure. time for voice. And you got today, Mark. I do indeed. Can I just say a massive thank you to everyone who sends me their vibe tracks? Uh, this is sent in from Graham Matthews. He sent this to me. He said it's a, a single, uh, a new single from a Kiwi uh, called JSH. Oh, come and on, it's no. called Around. Listen to this funk. Let it get you this Friday. I'm going to be honest. This the only way to free my mind. Okay. Around, around, around. Hey, I know where I'm going around. Around, around, around. 
liking this uh, so around is the name of the track and yes JSH step to my side and I mean pronto get the drinks let me think while you make room I don't mean to bribe but I could be the groom got a whole lot of love for your friends too bring them through bring them bring them through move the feet and let us get the dancing we don't even need to complicate things I just like the way that you're romancing I got someone to say baby do you wanna split with me tonight though if I send the extra then the typo looking got me acting psycho and I'm like is this the only way to I didn't make a sing like that. Step to the dance floor, man. Hey, let's go, my boy. We can two step all day, all, all night. Instead of running around. Hey, because we're running around. Oh, my track. We got a track there. Shifters, that's Kiwi music. That's actually a great song. Like, we didn't have to lie. That's a great bop. What's the title again? Around. Around. Bye. Josh Grace. JSH is where you find it. JSH. You on the Instagram is uh, just JSH. JSH. That, that's it. That's it. But the Instagram is JSH.grace. Oh, you'll come up with the tag? Too? I got the tag. Come bro. on now. We got the Brody. You have to get him on there. Shifters. Hey, I love that they're requesting that from you, though. Mm-mm. Good play. Shifters. We don't we don't support not good music, but we have to support good music. Hey, come on now. Good job, Mark. Let's go. Hell of a vibe. Hey, how we feeling? Good. I have something to say. Oh. And I haven't actually checked this off with you guys. <laughs> Here we go. Um, we need to get excited because we're not going to tell them what we're doing, eh? But we are dropping our merch on the last day of this month. It's a Thursday. I think it's 30th of November. We are dropping three hoodies, three different hoodies. We're dropping three different T-shirts, I believe. Come on, man. We've got a drum roll to sign. We have... Um, we've got kids stuff. We've got kids, we got kids merch, too. So we're, we're, we're dropping a whole lot for the shifters. So make sure you save up your pingers. But the way we're launching our merch... <laughs> oh, you know what I'm <laughs> Fam, fam. We tried you something. You don't know. We tried something. Nah, 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 okay? nah, nah. And we, we're just going to drop that too, eh? Like we're not, I, I'm not doing teasers. I'm, I'm sick of teasers. I'm, we're, just, we're just dropping that hot fire. Hey, we were dropping, just go just easy around the room. <laughs> go, let's just go around the room. Um, we know what's about to drop. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, where do we feel our confidence meter sits? 1 being, uh-oh, what have we done? Nah. To 10 being, yeah, that's fire. Uh, Where's that confidence? It's with a hee-hee-ha-ha. So that makes my confidence, you know, it's, it's yeah, slightly higher. Yeah, that makes it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hee-hee-ha-ha, like a little bit of jokes. I'm 10. I'm up. I'm up with confidence. we got to be 10 toes now, right? Yeah, if, we we actually, this. If, if we were actually trying, then... Yeah, nah, I didn't nah, try. Nah. I didn't try. Neither. Shifters, you're in for a little pocket rocket. Present, we got you, <laughs> but just because we're letting you know, you what we're talking about will be released on Thursday. It's basically the promo, but this is our team. The merch will drop, so save save your money, save your pingers. Afterpay available as well. Will there be enough for everybody this time around? There's a lot more. Oh. There's a lot more than last time. Cool. Probably triple the amount. So That's maybe good. even more. You guys broke the internet last time. We're still trying to say sold out, you know, that would be nice. But uh, <laughs> humble, humble, humble. That's my chicken. Hey, that's a big one. Merch is on the way. Mine's so different. Mark, and we should probably, I'm just I'm just doing this on the spot as well. What the hell's going on with our government? Oh. I know this is a real dampener on where we just were, but we can't even get those guys in the same so, room. Talk, talk about it. What's happened? I've uh, missed it. My son's sick. Shout out my son. Love you so much. So they've, they've been Stop struggling coughing. to get all three nah. parties together. Winston Peters, 
He's having a little bit of a flex at the moment. They all were supposed to go down to Wellington. Uncle Winky, when he just didn't go down. So it was just the two of them down there. Anyway, they come back up to Auckland so they can have this meeting in Auckland. He goes there, it's like a half an hour meeting. He flexes first and posts it on social first. Like he does everything before everyone else. But I'm just like, what is going on with our government that we are running this country at the moment and we, we don't have a coalition? Yeah, the like, coalition is running. Are we surprised? <laughs> well, we this surprised? is, I think the, the knock no, on all of this not. is. Um, uh, Christopher Luxon, you know, has made his bread in life by being taking over major acquisitions and making sure that he he's the deal maker. So, you know, that people were pretty confident that this would wouldn't take as long as it has. But he wasn't uh, counting on old Winnie. When he's been holding things up a little, David Seymour, and so they're discussing it. I think the most disappointing part of this right now, though, is uh, we're missing out on being at APEC. Yeah, we don't have a prime minister uh, at APEC right now, and. Apex discussing what's going on in Gaza and yeah. big decisions, so we don't have a representation of how everyone's feeling in this country right now at Apex, and that's the most disappointing part. We're too busy trying to sort out what we're doing back here when we can see what's happening. And the happening. representation will be a ceasefire. Totally. That, that's the representation. Yeah, and yeah. So we don't have our leader there. Our voice isn't there so at he, all. So are you telling me... Hang on. Well, hang on. Why, would, why, why would any conversation that those three need to have have to stop our... Prime Minister from going and being there because I'm pretty pretty sure. you. In, in their impression, they need to make sure that we their have impression. the right. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think you have to be a, a Prime Minister to enter the room. And I don't think he's officially the Prime Minister. Oh, true. They be, haven't worked yeah, out the numbers, so yeah. So I think there's something along those lines too. I'm being honest, though, it's Love embarrassing. It is. Yeah. When Professor Ella Henry last week told us that she said it would be like a two people in a divorce having marriage counselling getting those two in the room and she was spot on they yeah. haven't been able to let's get Seymour. Ella in there <laughs> hey sorry to really just flip that on its axis from no, 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 it's, not, it's not bad news it's, a real, it's real news oh, right it's, it's, it's what we're actually going through night. it's all good yeah hey speaking of news here's your daily bread daily bread daily bread sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft the bread that stays softer for longer that's right, Daily Bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Thank you, Tip Top. Yes, thank you, Tip Top. A salute <laughs> to you. November 17th, that is 321 days deep into the air, 44 left to get her done. Get her done. It's World Vasectomy Day today. Snip, I know snip. what that is. Snippy, I know snippy. What that is. Okay, go around the room. That is. Some of y'all, that's the second snip. <laughs> really? They've had to go through twice. No, no. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Well, you can go back on Oh, right. I see what you're saying. No, no, no. Come on. Come on, man. Okay. Come on. Uh, can I just say, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I have had on. this conversation with my loving life partner and my wife. She wants me to get... Snippy lippy. Yeah. And I'm just like, why would I... Nah, don't do it. Why would I go don't through do all that? Don't do it. Why? Because we need more little marks in the world. <laughs> no, we don't. No, yeah, nah. we do not. We don't. <laughs> yeah, actually, do do it. It's also Canterbury Anniversary Day today. This day was first observed in December 16th, 1850, to honour the first arrival of whoop, whoop. four ships from England. Apparently, they changed it up, though, to coincide with the Christchurch Show Day, which is what we were so excited about. Oh, just Canterbury, about. Canterbury. Like, yeah. down the line, Canterbury. Our Canterbury, yeah. Canterbury! Yeah. And it's also Whoa. Unfriend Day. Unfriend. Yeah, time to get rid of those people who are... A little Hang toxic in the life, or maybe on your, maybe go through your your IG Tell and you just what. start clearing out. Today. I don't know about unfriending, but do you see my close friends last night? Yeah, I saw what you're doing. Bro, I told, I said bye to my friends. I did my new budget with my brother. I said, see you later, guys. I, I can't be invited. He to chucked no up deuces to the game. I can't. No, don't ask me to, to to come hang out unless it's not free. <laughs> do you know a that night out? Any kind of like expensive, you know, 
outings? No. You are. It's not you, credit to you. You are a vibe when you go out. But Mark, I don't know if you missed it or if you didn't. Uh, he also chucked Kobe down the bottom there as the level of greatness that Jordan brings to the party when he's there. Okay. Yeah. He, 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 Rest so in peace, Kobe, Kobe with the mic. But hang on a second. He was like, Mamba out. In comparison from, from what Mamba did on the basketball court to what I can do on a night out to bring, bring the vibes, to bring people together. You do, Are you uh, telling me that I'm not the Mamba out here vibes? I'll the knees the most, but you, you do bring immaculate voice. Uh, thank Question. You. They do need am to I, thank you very am much. Am I not I the Mamba right. vibes? <laughs> am I not? Am I not? I'm here with someone above me. You're right there with me. I know, yeah. You don't put no one above me, me, too, baby. Anyway, sorry to make it about me, Fanny. Sorry to make it about me. We are saving for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, the rules and that, um, Paddy, Paddy Cow's going hard at the rules at the moment, eh? What do you do? He's saying it's just we need to get rid of the monarchy. Monarchy? monarchy? Be a republic. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm not opposed to it. I just I don't know enough about it yet. But what I do know is go look into the royals' involvement in um, Disneyland in America. Um, the, another daddy bread that I what had. Another daddy bread that I had. Uh, there used uh, Dwayne Martin used to be Will Smith's assistant for many, many years, and yet two days ago he came out on a podcast and basically accused uh, Will Smith of having relations with another man and seeing it. Well, yesterday Jada Pinkett Smith went on the Breakfast Club. Jada, leave him alone. I don't even know where this is going. But leave him. No, 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 no. Uh, it was definitely a Smith. It, w- it was them standing together with the statement because she basically told Charlemagne uh, that. Uh, when he asked about it, he goes, "Oh, she said, don't worry, we got we got money for that. We, we we're suing. Oh, okay. You can't just be running your mouth like that. Yeah, if anybody she can said, do that, oh no, we're me. we're suing for real. Oh yeah, you're getting the bag. Don't go, don't go. Char- I saw Charlemagne look. I saw Charlemagne looking at Jada like, I know he wanted to say something. <laughs> I know he wanted to say something, but, but his I pa- don't have that money. His, his, <laughs> even his pay doesn't quite uh, cover that. He could hear his lawyers in it too. Yeah, that was me. Uh, my daily bread today. I had no idea. Maybe this is just me or it went completely under the radar. But you guys remember Tiger King? Yes. We watched Tiger King. I never watched that, eh? You didn't? But oh. did you know enough about <laughs> it? Survived. Yeah, I know, Joe I heard, but I just, crazy. I just never watched it. It kind of took over during COVID. That was like our yes. sit down and the whole It's because my old colleagues used to like rant on about it. And that just made it. me go, nah, I'm not watching it. But did you, <laughs> even though you didn't watch it, did you know enough to know about the lady Carol Baskin? Who had she the murderer. Mm. Yeah. Well, we're not agreeing husband. with that statement. Yeah. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's not. Old boy's been alive. She did an interview earlier this year, and apparently he's been in Costa Rica this whole time. Homeland Security knows about it. He wasn't allowed to come out and say anything. But she has had songs about her. She had these conspiracy theories about how she fed them to the tigers. She went through it all, and this whole time, what was her storyline though? Her storyline, he just he up went and missing. Left. He, he went just missing. up and left. Well, just, just went missing. Yeah, just took a million bucks. Yeah, and, and just left. Nowhere to be found. You gotta be. You, what kind of person are you to make another person just go, I need to vanish? Nah, you, you watch uh, it, you'll get it. What I kind think of we've vibe? all got what that in us. <laughs> I think we've oh, all got that kind oh, of... For a fleeting moment, you know, <laughs> nah, after an argument. Yeah, but sometimes people take that fleeting moment and disappear. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ran, but... You got a little bit of Costa Rica in you? Oh, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon we all have. Blew the millie. But yeah, he's alive. Uh, alive and well. He's just out here living in Costa Rica. So this whole time she was going through it. Old boy was alive. Let's just. Not I'm glad be now because yeah. I always felt uncomfortable about like killed her husband. husband. I always felt like I'm like if that's real, like that's kind of like insensitive. Yeah, mm. that's, that's crazy. Sure, we're, just, we're willing to be entertained over anything. Actually. Let's make a pact. Twenty four. We're not. Ju- we don't quickly jump and assume. No, I can't do that for you. Nah, just I don't do that. Mark, I ain't got that. All right. I love what you're trying to do though. Just you. me. That is your daily bread. Breaking, Breaking bread with the news of today. today. Thank you, Tip Top. You are right up the top. This. Is the morning shift.
shifters. It's a Friday. Open up the champagne. All day, baby. Whatever you do at your house, come on, turn it up. That's up to you. Zikasa is it your casa. I don't know if that's how it plays out, but mi casa is casa. Another book special there. That's all right. <laughs> We'll, we'll hey, run through it. And it's almost the weekend. What happens in the weekend? You have people come over to your house. People come over and they visit. It's the festive season. Yeah, the sun starts to come out, barbecue time, have a couple beers with the boys, with the lads, with the family. But there's also a question that's floating around on the internet at the moment. Uh, and the question is, what's the most bizarre house rule that you ever encountered at your house or someone else's house? Mm. Shifters. I love house rules, eh? Did you guys have any? Well, Just, not my house rules. I like going to other people and figuring out what their house rules are. I, I remember one, and this is when I used to go and visit my grandma. Uh, she lived in Levin, which is probably half the story right there. Oh, but ooh, uh, I don't know that. Yeah, you fuck a papa to Levin. The grand lived there. I don't even know why. It's a real small place for those who haven't been to New Zealand. Just it's a beautiful place, though, guys. Don't jump on him like you jumped on me for Wairua. Jeez, <laughs> Levin's awesome. I did, he didn't shite on Wairua, uh, on Levin at all. Yeah, you took a dump. She lived on Wairua. <laughs> Literally. And continue to. But she lived down a cul-de-sac. Mark that face. She lived down a cul-de-sac. Uh, lovely people around it. But on one side was sheep. Like it was a random, really like small lifestyle block. On the other side was what became my best friend. His name was Jonathan growing up. Jonathan's family was a little was bit... was Jake different. yesterday. Which one is? Uh, <laughs> up until I was about eight. Jonathan didn't have a sister, obviously. Okay, no, go. Jonathan did have a sister. Jonathan <laughs> did have a sister. But what his mum would do, because that was slightly different, is every time you walked through the house, you had to walk into the house backwards. <laughs> Sorry, nah, I don't, I'm not going to laugh cat. before I that's know cat. what the reason Brooke, was. There is no reason. Brooke, that's cat. Jordan, look at me. In your eyes. Look at me. Look in your eyes. But not be in my eyes. You walk into the house backwards. That is cat. This is, Brooke was like this. Beep, 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 beep. Every time you walk in. That, you turn did around. they never say why? They never said why. Oh, actually, maybe cat. they did have a why. No, it's not, bro. She was why? Like, I don't have a why. Like, I was seven or eight. I don't ask the question. Bro, she was bored. She just wanted. She just wanted to see you guys just look puzzled every time. Every time you had to backtrack and walk into the house backwards, and then you could turn around. There was no why. I also had no ands, if buts, or maybe's about it. I was in there and I was doing it. Yeah, you got to do that when you go to another person's house. Also, like I said, it was in the fin. Like, come on. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Actually, sorry, you're right. That's so right. we we chucked it out there as we do. We asked the shifters, "Hey, do you guys have any?" And the response has been actually incredible with some of the things that you guys went through. But I also I never know with you shifters anymore. Sometimes I, I borderline go to the point where I'm just like, okay, that that's cap. There's there's so walking no backwards way. not cap, but we've got to cap these these comments coming through. <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. These might actually not be cap as well, but I want to see what we think with some of the answers that came through here, okay? All right, here's the first one. When my auntie had the pasta rover, after they ate, she made us take a wash bowl, a tea towel. For his hands because that was the rule we had to wash his damn hands and feet after every time he ate yeah that, that's not cap that's gotta be cap do you know how much funds go to the church every time after you do you eat? know do you know they read out how much each family gives for for offering in, in a lot of churches no they don't name they read shame. they read they the amount shame. so that you know that your father that week didn't give as much as that family, or vice versa. So, if that's not cap. By the way, I didn't say what's the nomination, guys. So, don't before you say I'm 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 airing out our dirty laundry. Okay, I see cap. Mark, what do you got? It's, Jordan? Mo- it's Mormons. No, I, it's, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. I prefer to have no comment on this because I don't understand. I don't know the the religious. Um, oh, just just have. Well, a in the Bible, that talks about where Jesus washed the hands of 
yeah. the you know of, of the humble, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of idea. So sometimes that carries over to, you know, it's seen as like an honor. It's seen as like some, a badge of honor, quite humbling. So let's go with it. Let's uh, that's beliefs in the family and the home. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying I don't think it's completely capped. Damn. Well, we're learning on the show, baby. Okay, what about this one here? You had okay. Had is in capitals. You had to kiss the family cat on the tummy every time you went over to your uncle's house. Cat. 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 I kind of believe it. The head's in capitals. Cat. You'd be first in, wouldn't you? Mm. Cat. I tell you, you would. Lips all up in there. Just leaving your cat there. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Uh, People call me bizarre because I had to do this every single time, but outside clothes aren't allowed on the bed. Wow. Ah. That, That is not cat because I do the exact same thing. You do not be wearing your outside clothes on my bed. What do you mean? I've got like so. Mean? So, Jordan, you walk into my house, right? Yeah. You're wearing jeans. I've got to take my vest off. You got to take that vest off. Not my t-shirt. My shorts too. Get out of it. Out. Like out. No. They're outside. All of my clothes. You can have your undies on, but I've got to put new clothes on. Then I can land. Wear my clothes, and then you can get in there. The clothes that haven't been outside. Oh, in the bed, oh, not in on the bed. the bed. Now, now we're talking about something different. Nah, in Oron. I'm in Oron. Really? Yeah. Don't you just be jumping on here left, right, and centre with, with the outside What's clothes a, what, on. What, what do you think? What, you're you just bringing outside germs. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Hey, now, that, I mean, that's clean. I'm not saying... I mean, I would prefer it not to happen, but if someone just was like, I'm tired, like I'd be like, okay, that's yeah. did you have a hard day? That's cool. Okay, let's go to the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, nah, get off now. Get off. Okay. Yeah, don't bring those germs okay. around these ends, my fam. Okay, my friend's dad would wash everyone's feet before bed. Hold on um, a second. That that sounds a bit... That, that sounds... I, I believe that it could be true. I think he'd go around and say, you need to wash your feet. That makes sense. But him washing them? Him washing them? Crazy. I, I would have told my mum. I didn't finish the last part of the sentence. I would have told my mum. Devout Christian like, family. Oh, well... See, it, keep don't, that no, going. Put what, that story. Okay. Don't Brooke. you hey? Don't let <laughs> us. Hey. Don't you hey? Don't let us walk off into the distance in the wrong direction and then put that at the end of it. Allow us to know the full statement before you <laughs> get an opinion on it. Hey man, you guys jumped. I didn't finish what I was saying. All right, uh, I got told to acknowledge the garage. Apparently, it was good luck passing through there every time I'd go and see this family. Hey, it don't matter. The garage is a holy shrine mm-hmm. to some people. Mm-mm. That's got to be cat. Hello. <laughs> Keep going. I missed the garage. Someone <laughs> s- said you had to kiss the mum on the lips. <laughs> that is. See, is that different to you know how you have some aunties and I don't. <laughs> I don't. But you know when there's some, there's some people you go and greet and you kiss them on the cheek and for some reason they don't seem to turn as much as they should turn their cheek and you you catch a bit of the side Low. of the lip yeah I'm, yeah you know maybe it's maybe it's that buzz which is which you know no that's giving care huh? it's <laughs> it is it is it is it is actually when my dog stops humping your leg you don't move or else he's gonna bite it so you just there and take it. <laughs> That's Cap. Get it off you. Nah. And teach your dog nah. that's not right. Priest, priest does that. Priest no, kills he that. doesn't. He was spaded years ago. He can't do it. Priest does that. It's nothing out of it. Uh, don't flush the toilet paper. You put it in the rubbish bin next to the toilet. Say again? Oh, don't flush nah. the toilet paper. You put it in the rubbish bin nah, next to the toilet. Nah, 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 nah. That has got to be Cap. 
What in the muggles was going on? <laughs> what in the rural was going on here? You break that rule though, right? Say you're in that home. Oh, bro, I'm flushing. Yeah. Flush. But then actually, I'll get, I'll probably what? get, I'll probably get nervous because I'm like, actually, if they've done this, that means that they're. They would know that their plumbing don't work properly. Their septic tank's going to overflow. Imagine if you flooded it. (laughs) You'd never be welcome back. Do you put it in your pocket? Do you take it home with you? No. Like, what do you do in that situation? I'm putting that in there. No more cockabum chat. I'm over it. Uh, It's a bit of a longer one here. So when I was younger, I had a mate and her family was random as. There was a big A3 picture of her dad next to the door. And basically everyone that entered the house, no matter who they were, what gender, relative or not, you had to kiss the picture before entering. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I thought they were having it on. I also thought the dad was dead. Dad was alive. Nah, okay. We shouldn't, this is why we don't let the kitchen. That's one wolf not having no sleepovers. Until I've actually been and inspected the house myself. <laughs> you actually might have to. Oh, right? that, that should be a rule anyway, but like, nah, this is wrong. That's My rules were like, no one was allowed over, so no one could. Now power and. Cap on three? Or no cap? One, cap. two, three. Cap. 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 Okay, cool. Hey, man, when you go to someone else's houses, you, you abide by their rules. Yeah, here. Weirdos or not? Unless they're trying to wash your feet. Or make you kiss the picture. Yeah. Or kiss the belly of it. Or make you carry your paper, toilet paper out with you. You do what you want. This is The Morning Shift. Do you guys remember Mareko? Yes. Decepticons. It's been a long time coming. Legend of the South. Love Mareko. Um, I was reminded yesterday when I saw an Instagram of Mareko how much we need our... OGs? OGs. That um, are able to give us context and able to share wisdom um, creatively in a way that we, we can educate us. Love it. Um, because this week Spotify updated their streaming con- um, conditions, basically to how and how they pay artists, and it's a bit of a it's it's caused a bit of a storm, particularly because people believe that it's now it's 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 kind of what's going on with the world at the moment. The the if you're like a middle artist, so you're not a massive one, it's cutting out their ability to be able to feed themselves Make off their music. So it's just rewarding the very high-end artists that are going to do millions of streams or do super millions well. Of streams, yeah. But, you know, the the artists trying to come up, it's, it doesn't really incentivize them to do anything. And, and a lot of artists who make their who, who make it obviously make it from being those those smaller artists before they got on. This so, happens. This is circular, though, right? Like this happens in a lot of industries. All of a sudden, it's taken control of by one, and then it puts pressure on the middle, and then the middle find a different way of getting out there. So, like in every cause, like there's always for every action that's taken, there's a reaction to it. So it'll be interesting to see if Spotify can keep everybody happy. And at this stage, straight away, it sounds like the middle and maybe the new artists aren't happy already. So how it works is is that. Um, you used to be able to get paid for all the streams or get a percentage from all the streams that you get. But what they've done is, what they've said is that you now, if a song doesn't get at least, it's, if each one of your songs from your albums or EPs um, don't get at least a thousand streams, you mm. won't be paid that year. So that doesn't include the streams that they've already made. So you could have a song, you could have a song with a thousand and one streams. But next year, if that song then did a thousand and ninety nine, it won't get paid again because of the the year before. So it's annually. So to and that and that means that 
every track on that album or EP has to also get a thousand streams or more. So they wouldn't get, get the paid. they wouldn't get the of the ninety nine streams that they got the next year they wouldn't get paid for those ninety nine streams no, unless it, it was two thousand resets. Right. So you got to get a thousand on every wow. every wow. track again, and already at the moment, Spotify pays zero point zero three zero. Sorry, Spotify pays per stream per play zero point zero zero three cents, which is nothing. Which is it's very hard to get. So I think for a million streams, you'll get three thousand something dollars. Wow! Oh, so that's why the big artists get those big dollars, but they get the well bigger dollars. But um, and that's where they go touring because that's where the money's at. But touring it's, it's pushing. Yeah. It's pushed. But what about artists who don't have? You know, they don't have their merch set up. Yeah, they're not able to go on a tour. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to see more direct to consumer. But can we just listen to this rap freestyle that Mariko posted yesterday? And I think I was just like, I needed to hear that. Okay. That was really dope. Check it out. Yeah, one two one two was Big Rex. Rex, listen. You know this, there ain't no more hip-hop in the top ten. You wonder where them timeless quality songs went. Sales are falling short, so what's dying a long death? Owen oh, hot shit has dropped dead. God bless, this culture was dictated by outsiders and con men. They promote buffoonery, retracting the progress. Old white men program you to shoot your art next. Ice Spice in the top 50 rappers on complex. No originality, all copy the top trend. They ain't making classics, they busy making content. Rappers living on the web, but I'm the daddy long legs. They say my voice got them no move without the bomb threat for context. There's no balance up on this hill. They want you to either shoot her off or to pop a pill. For every little Kim, you used to have a Lauren Hill. But now Lauren Hill don't accumulate a dollar bills. You know this female rap's at the forefront. But they over-sexualize themselves like all does. The same reason they want male rappers all thugs. But Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick kick that door shut. So they use the female to carry on the narrative. All this ratchetness getting pushed, it ain't an accident. They want to keep Keep us trapped us in the dumb state of passiveness. We offer free speech, but tell me where the balance is. These dumb kings profit off saying the wrong things. Your offspring try and ask you what does WAP mean? They say that rappers only murder who's in drug use. But who owns the machine pushing all these dumb views? You notice they ain't no more hip-hop in the top ten. You wonder where them timeless quality songs went. Sales are falling short, so we're dying a long death. Oh, and hot shit is dropped. Dead. God bless. This is empathy for any artist coming up. Streaming services will fade your head for the undercut. Need a drop seven albums just to keep your money up. And you just gotta take it on the chin like the uppercut. 0.003 cents a stream. Round it up. If you pay for studio, mix a master, you out of luck. Cause a million streams only makes you 4,000 bucks. I made more selling CDs out the trunk. So the artist compromised quality for the quality. When Breezy dropped the 30 track album, that was after me. Travis Scott modestly had 19 for the offering. Drake at 25 for Scorpion shit had lost his sting. This how the business roll. You ain't got your merch or your show tickets sold. Go and dig yourself a bigger hole. Music being played behind the screen like a pick and roll. With artists being paid lost, it's over like six cricket bowls. Get your name rolled on the gravestone. Physical vinyl bring us in a little payroll. Unless you play the game, bro, you gon' stay broke. Slave ship on these streams, I put them in the same boat. You notice there's no hip-hop in the top ten. You wonder where them timeless quality songs went. Sales are falling short, so what's dying a long death? 
Oh, and hot shit is drop dead. God bless. Ooh. Wow. He, he had a lot. He, Heavy too. He's got stuff to say. But I, I think what, what he's talking about is to, there's no longer the balance in hip-hop anymore. And I think as consumers, we need to uh, think about even the, uh, like Mariko is also saying as artists, he's painting a picture and saying the game's changed. That's why we're not getting like, do you guys feel like the there's, a, there's a lack of like real, like uh, particularly New Zealand hip hop, R&B? That's because they'll make these songs, but they're not being packaged in a way where people um, want to consume it. It's not a TikTok. Right? Yeah, because... We're used to getting content a different way. And content is a currency. And subject matter, 100%. So everything's revved up. And I think it's, it's, it's artists don't know what to do anymore because basically they go in the studio and the stuff they want to make, the label's telling them that's not TikTokable. We can't do a 15 second dance with that. It's not ramped up enough. Artists don't know what to do anymore is a great point because in it, he said boardrooms run the culture, which is actually crazy. That's where the paradox comes when you're like, okay, what? What do I sell? That's not me. I just tell you, I don't know what the answer is there. I just think it's interesting to talk about. And I think I'd like I'd like it to go back to if if, if I like love an artist, I don't I don't mind spending ten bucks on their EP direct to them. Yeah, I think I you're, yeah, I, I think you're different though. I know you're a real consumer of music. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, yeah, it's a it's a tough one and also the boardrooms don't get money off that. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think it's interesting times, but as I said before, it'll give. Something new will come up because of the pressure that's put well, on that's the Well, that's what artists. they're talking about now. They're just going to go more direct to consumer. But anyway, that is Mariko. He is the man. That was dope. Miss that the game. voice, man. Miss that no, voice. It's hey. nice to hear it. Make you go. This is the morning shift. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is a Māori of Cook Island descent, a father who's also into business and property, and a fun fact, first actually signed with the Melbourne Storm, but now wears oh. that number one on his back for the greatest club in the world, the Warriors and the Kiwis as well. Our guest today, Charles Nickel Clockstar, brother! My man, my man. Thanks for having me, team. Welcome, bro. Hey. No, we're, we're, we're the ones who are humbled to, to have you in here today, man. Uh, bro, let, let's go back to the start. Uh, obviously, we're going to get to the fun part, and last year, you guys with the Warriors and everything you guys did, and coaching, and just the un real year you had but man let's go back to the start let's go to to young you and, and where you're from and kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself yes yeah, so i grew up in in kingsland kingsland uh mount albert area and uh my oh, first just up there. yeah just literally up the around road, the corner bro, just, just up the road so yeah. now it's it's good being back home bro being able to you know see a few familiar places and you know remember when you were a kid doing all those things but <laughs> Yeah, I was at a few clubs, so I just claimed my very first club, that City Newton Dragons. Started off there. My old man sort of paved the way, I guess, for me and my family, my brothers, uh, moving over from rugby union to rugby league. So just started my journey there, went went and hopped around a few clubs. Bro, you name it, I've probably played with them. <laughs> um, and then 15, moved over to to Australia, Melbourne, where I linked up with Alterna Roosters and was lucky enough to get, I guess, a letter, a letter from the, the 18s coach at that time, Kim Williams, and he just invited me over to training and where one thing led to another, made a few cuts, uh, was lucky enough to make the round one team and haven't looked back, bro, two years SG ball, two years 20s with the Melbourne Storm and... Um, Came back home for my first stint with the Warriors. 
did a few years there, managed to, to I guess, achieve a dream, um, took a few goals, make my NRL debut for, for the home club and played seven games there before going to the Canberra, Canberra Raiders, learning my trade and mm-hmm. now I'm back home where it all, where it all started. Yeah, wicked. Can I can I start with you with your name? It's such a like a, such a cool name, Chance. How yeah. did you, how did you get your name? Yeah, Chance. Uh, so my old lady, um, before she had me, my auntie Suzanne, she um, was sick with cancer, and um, she just pretty much asked if she could name me before she wow. passed away. And yeah, so my auntie named me Auntie Suzanne, and it was because she never had a chance in life. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's the origin, and wow. I'm real close. Yeah. Got that connection with, with my cousins, her kids, yeah. I think, through that, and even though I didn't really get to meet her, I, I feel quite connected to her. Oh, that's a special story, man. Oh, that's a great story. I didn't know that. Yeah, runs through the family as well. So, obviously, you that's a big shift when you're going over at the age of 15 because yep. you're, going through, you're going through puberty and you've got all your friends here and you have that big shift. Was the shift just for league to go and chase the dream or it was like the family and we're moving over? Nah, bro. So, I'm quite open, bro. I'm an open book. My my mum had some spent some time in, in jail and my family was struggling, man. My mm. my dad, he was, he was doing his thing, bro, trying to juggle you know, working and being a dad, taking care of all us kids. And my brother, he pretty much just bought our tickets, bought our tickets, said you're coming over at the end of the year. And wow. we just started selling up things, had to let my mum know, which was probably the hardest thing about that at yeah, that time. Right. And made our way over to Melbourne and tried to create a life that was, I guess, a little bit more sustainable for us as a family. And it just started to build from there. Dad eventually found a job, found found our own house eventually and he attended schools and all of that sort of jazz and it just led to to rugby league. It all come back to rugby league and all the opportunities that it's given me it's pretty great for me. Um, I don't I don't want to brush over that because like that you're 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 a young kid. You're obviously like just just trying to get to the next phase and, and often for for I know for some some people who grew up with with a fam with parents who maybe are going through that stuff. It's just more the dad sometimes. But sometimes when you hear the mum, like, what was that like growing up with? Like, did that change things for you in terms of, you know, how you saw things or more inspiration or motivation or? I guess now that I'm a bit older, I can look back and yeah. take a few learnings from what I experienced. But I think. Growing up, bro, I've, even now, man, I'm quite gullible, bro. So I just, <laughs> How are you saying, bro? Either that mum's on a holiday or something. Or <laughs> easy going, very easy going. Not really too sure what was going on. I think, you know, just speaking out loud, I was probably didn't want to want that to be real. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, accept the fact that my mum did go to jail. And I think that's probably why it didn't really impact me that much. Mm. It did in certain periods overseas, bro, when you're talking to your mum and haven't yeah. seen it for... Yeah. You know, I didn't see her for two years when I went over there. Yeah. Um, I guess those that's when it sort of starts to sink in. But during that period, it was just, man, mum's gone away. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't care or want to know why. Mm. I sort of... It's mum, right? Yeah. yeah it doesn't mom, matter. Nah, she was going to be your mum. Nah. You're always going to love her. Yeah, it's still the same to me, 100%. bro. You know, I never look at that lady any differently, but... Yeah, it was a bit of a journey. It, I guess it, it, that was the main reason why I moved home in the first place was so, to to be closer to to my mum. She had gotten out 
I think the last year before, or the, my last year of 20s, so it was a really big motivation to come home and be closer to. Was your escape, was that running to um, to go and play league? And escape, I mean, you just kind of black everything out, and that's home, and that's kind of like your, your safest of spaces. I would imagine that when you're out there, that's that's freedom for you. Yeah, it is, bro, it is. It's, it's something that I've grown up with and known for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I started playing footy when I was four, and... Probably up until a few years ago, I was probably doing that same thing, bro. Using rugby league as an escape, and that that was my way of just blocking out everything. I guess it's sort of like playing video games, you know. Yeah. Time stops. Yeah, time stops, bro. The outside world doesn't matter, and that was rugby league. But I also knew that, you know, as I'm getting older, that wasn't healthy as well, bro. Yeah. It's oh, that's so good. It's um, I needed to feel everything that I was feeling and. Because I was blocking it out with rugby league, I was blocking out other stuff too. Mm. So I was using rugby league as a way to block out the bad stuff, but then the good stuff, I wasn't really fully experiencing the full, the good stuff. Mm. So I needed to to adjust and, you know, Did something happen? the emotions. Or you just kind of worked that out along the way? Because I think one thing that athletes always struggle with is that at the end, their release has always been, like you said, escapism is going to play rugby or going to play whatever sport you do. And then as soon as you finish, you don't have that. And the realisation comes a little bit later. But you had that during your career. or well, probably still going through it. You learn yep. as you go. But did anything happen or it's just you just worked that out? Yeah. Um, I think what he's touching on is, uh, well, in my experience watching my friends with athletes and being close to them, is you often deal in extremes, eh, between the high highs and the low lows. And often what you're talking to is with the um, not being able to, or not having the tools yet to experience those emotions is like avoidance. So we kind of avoid, you know, stuff. So we chase the high, like, is, is, how did you learn to deal with those highs and lows? Yeah, it's it's still a journey, bro. Yeah, it's still a journey. Even coming off, coming off the Kiwis win, Yo. bro. I wasn't. That's high. Cool. Yeah. I was here, bro. I was busy, man. I'm on holiday Same. with my wife in Fiji, and I'm just. I felt like I was just constantly talking to her about yeah. things that happened in the game, bro. Hey, sorry, so. babe. It was a mean game. There was thirty points. They didn't score none. History, babe. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think it starts with awareness, eh? You know, you can't fully change or start to change something if you're not aware of it. Mm. So I think for me it was it was awareness and, you know, even as little as a week ago, just catching myself, understanding that I'm, I, I've, I've still felt a little bit on edge, just about that uh, adrenaline rush, I guess. Mm. Being aware and, you know, what can I do to come down from that mm. or just be present, so... I guess it's just like three, two, one. You know, I'm in the studio with the boys. Yeah. Oh, you know, dude. and I'm here. So just little tools like that, I think, have helped me along the way to be more present, working, working with people to help me come up with tools to help in those situations. And, bro, just having people around you, bro, like you guys would know, you are who you hang out with. And mm. you know, if you've got people that are striving to, to be the best that they can be and, you know, want to get ahead in life and treat people with respect and all of those sort of things, but it's going to rub off on you. So making sure that the people around me are the people that I want to aspire to be or want to need. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Before we get into the sport, just cause I do know a couple of people that know you, Jesse Elliott and Donovan. And I, I was, I asked them about you and they were like, um, yeah, he actually really likes to cook. 
Is that is that your buzz, bro? Like, what what's uh, oh, what do you bro. like to cook? Because man, me and Brooke, we, we like to eat. Oh, much much What's your buzz on the cooking? Man, my wife's gonna see this, bro. She's like, you Kathy, <laughs> yeah. man. You Kathy. Well, none of them guys. Every time you guys are at Life Group, like you're cooking, so oh, he's just bro. like. <laughs> nah, it was more when I was in um, Canberra, oh, yeah, living yeah, yeah. living with one of the boys, bro. My wife just called me out on this like a couple of weeks ago, which was a crack up. <laughs> just um, cooking a little bit more, and I'm like, nah, just bolognese, or <laughs> yeah, you know, she's like. Man, you used to cook so much when you were in Canberra. You used to cook, and I used to FaceTime her cooking, bro. I used to, <laughs> bro, just roasts or, bro, come up with random things like lobster tail or garlic butter. Ooh, oh, you were living well over there. Oh, bro. Oh, we, we, we on that nice contract over there. Oh, oh, with the lobster tail. Like, okay, you fuck my Come on, now. bro. Now my wife is going to be like, bro. Make no lobster. I'm trying to improve my cooking. Like, if you could just, as, as, Man to man, like, what should a man have in his staples just to be able to cook the fondue? Bro, you can't go wrong with a good bolognese. Yep. Can't go wrong. Garlic bread. Yeah. Um, steak, bro. Gotta Learn how to make a good steak. Yeah, yeah I can't make it. It's always one, dry. It's always dry, my bro. Oh, I can do steak. Sorry about that. The one who used to um, crack me up, bro, and the reason why I loved or loved experimenting was Charlie Garvey. Oh, oh, Charlie. Bro, Every time I hear someone talk about him, he's a vibe out here. Bro, he's the best. He's the man. He's the he best. What's the stories? What's the stories? Nah, he's just always sending you, like, <laughs> uh, just here with, with Gabby, going to be cooking this or, you know, <laughs> cream power today. And what you want to start first is, you know, just go through the whole routine, very crack up as. But he grew up on the water, and his dad used to have this boat. It's called Sweet Georgia. But now he has, like, this little dinghy, and he will just row out to, I don't know, these certain places in Wellington at, like, 4 a.m. in the morning, go and grab lobster for everyone and bring them back and just be like, here you go, guys. He's just on his own like boat, that, the mayor. He's crack up as. But, yeah, probably started with that guy. He's a yeah. vibe, bro, like he said. Now, now he does uh, portalers. I think. Shout out to Charlie Gub, um, bro. Let's go to Canberra. Let, let's run us through Ricky Stewart and the Green Army. I've been to Canberra and I thought it was the most boring place in the world. But everyone who lives there seems <laughs> to love it. Live there, bro. bro there, man. I was there, like, is this it? Oh, like, bro, wow! With you, bro. I was there, man. <laughs> I wasn't. I was in that space. But everyone, yeah. So everyone seems to love it. Ricky Stewart seems like a, a phenomenal players coach from outside looking in. And I guess for you and your career, like, run us through Canberra and the Raiders, bro. It was two places that I never wanted to go in my NRL career, and Raiders <laughs> was one of them, bro. Just I'd been there a couple of times, and I was, this is dumb, no this is voice. boring, nothing. But, man, when you live there, totally different vibe, eh, bro. The, the community, the the coffee culture, bro, is massive there. Love that, love the boys, that. Boys, man, I was living on the north side of Canberra, and um, Jordan Raps living on the, the far south, so as south as you can go before you hit New South Wales territory. It was only 25 minutes, bro. Wow. Yeah, so I was on the start of Canberra and he was at the end of Canberra. So everyone's real close, bro. Get, get to have that connection with everyone and, yeah, start to build hobbies, I guess, like golf. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you playing off at the moment? I'm playing off trash, bro. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and I heard that too. So just the the being in Canberra and it's a smaller place and, like, the Sydneys have so many teams in the Sydneys. But, like, at Canberra, you guys come together and you're such a close team because – with love there's not as much to do outside of so you guys spend so much time together and it reflects when you guys play there's like a bond out there yeah bro 100% agree it's something that you have to adjust to being able to catch up with everyone you, you gotta have balance you know you gotta have that family time you gotta have that time to yourself but I think the time with the boys matters as well and like you said it's a reflection of the footy that you play on the field and our, our getaway, especially towards that back end of me leaving, was golf. We had, man, massive golf crew and 
probably blame COVID for that because we stayed across the road from a golf course. <laughs> See you out there. <laughs> yeah, bro. So everyone's just getting on that golf bug and yeah, a few few teams have their, their golf boys in it and definitely started there, bro. You said you you kind of like not learned your craft there, but like you, you got stuck in at Canberra. What was, as as a player, like what was that the culture of that club, maybe, maybe the coaching too or just the environment? How did it take you to the next level as a player? What were some notable things for you? Because I always like um, thinking that, you know, we we have athletes listening to this too and they always like, what, what, what's going to give them that edge? Like what were you learning there or what was helping your game to be a professional? Well, you guys mentioned it or mentioned him before I jumped on, uh, Rog, bro. Yeah. Man, just taking pieces from his pages from his book, eh? trying to mould my game around what he was doing because to me, he he was at that time the best fullback mm. in my eyes and he still was until he moved moved across the union, but it was just trying to mould myself around his game over there and because I was moving over to play fullback or have the opportunity to play fullback, I it gave me a chance to, to create those, I guess, the foundation Habits. for me to be a fullback. Mm. And I think as I started to to build that foundation, I, I started to be like, yeah, I think I need that. I think I need this. I need to take a few pages out of that player's book to add to mine and start molding this fullback that I wanted to be. And now that I'm a bit older uh, and I guess I've experienced a little bit more, I know more of what I need and probably I don't need that as much. Mm. And working alongside players, you know, we spoke about it briefly before, but having like-minded people around you and people like that in Canberra, so driven, yeah. so motivated at the top of their game in their own rights, you know, Jack Wyden that I was able to learn from, he moved uh, from fullback to yeah. to six, six. and uh, Hodgson, he, I think he had just won the, the, the Mal Meninga Award before I got there. Or You know, you just had people at, at the peak of their powers in that game. So it was just grabbing habits from them and being able to build combinations with them. And I think as a fullback, the combination that you need most with is, is the hooker. And I had a really good relationship with, with Josh Hodgson there. So, yeah, just started to build, bro. And as you, as you get along, like I said, you start to nitpick and see what you need, what you don't need. And then you have people around you, bro. I've got, a, got mad love for, for Andrew McFadden. He's, he's actually our recruitment manager at the Warriors yeah. now. And I was stoked, bro, when he said he was coming home with us yeah. or with me. Um, sort of feel like I've been well, on done this. done a good job. Yeah, sort of feel like I've done this whole journey with him, bro. He signed me to the Warriors. Um, bro. First thing he said to me when I see that guy, he just looks me up and down and goes, oh, I thought you were bigger. <laughs> like, oh, I must have seen the puku, bro. Hey. Big in the heart, man. That's yeah, all Cappy. Cappy's good like that. So Bullo's that's big, bro, when you go for the... <laughs> you never, the high ball, yeah. Yeah, he'll never, ever fold on a high ball, bro. He's in there. Yeah. Hey, Chance, I just wanted to um, touch on, on leadership because obviously in your career, you, you're from what I can hear, it's a uniqueness of taking bits of advice or taking bits of people's game, adding them to your sort of portfolio and go on. But um, we saw in the Kiwis camp, James Harris just step up to a whole nother level. For us as fans, we're like, holy. And then we're like, is this what Penrith gets from him in the locker room? Can you tell us a bit about being in the locker room, being around leaders, what you look for, and what some of the things that get you inspired to jump out there and take those high balls when everyone else is like ducking? Oh, firstly, that's my job to take those balls, bro. <laughs> but man... Working alongside players like him, we're, we're really good leaders that we could look up to. And I guess, bro, there's that gap 
and your leaders are here and you like you just want to be there i think as mm. as an athlete you you want to be the best that you can be and bro like look at what Pema's done the last three years i'm real if if you'd be silly not to try and take something out of what they're doing and i think what are they doing? Like, is there, winning? Is, can you? Yeah, but other, other than winning, <laughs> what is it? What do you look at when you look over the locker room and you see someone like him? Like, what's the kind of things that he's doing that you're like, whoa? Bro, he spoke about it at the start when he was first appointed captain that he doesn't talk much. Mm. He leads with his actions and everything he was doing, bro. Recovery, stretching, the way they looked after himself after 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 trainings, games, and everything else, bro. Some people think it just happens on the field, mm. especially people watching, looking in, that probably ain't in the space or athlete space, but it, it compounds, bro. It's all the 1% is compounding, and that's a byproduct of your preparations during the week. So I guess for me it was just molding that preparation part of my game even more. Mm. And I think, you know, he's from Penrith too, bro. Andrew Ribsa, our coach, he... he just bro, process, process, study, and man, it really helped my game, really dumbed it down for me. And it's actually not that difficult when you sort of like, bro, we're just throwing a ball around, having fun. And <laughs> um, like you mentioned before, it's just nit- nitpicking, nitpicking all those qualities that you want to be, um, I guess, and mold- start molding yourself as a leader. And you got to start with, with your actions first. That's where it starts. But can we stay with the Kiwis for a second? Yeah, because yeah. that was incredible. Yeah, like there, you put a thirty-piece on Australia. They had an absolute squad. Uh, you watched like Fox News, and everyone had rode in the Kiwis off. Like for you in that week, in that moment, to put on that black jersey, have the one on the back, the squad that you had. Uh, no team has ever done that to Australia History. before. Like how? Run us through that. Those emotions. Because you said you're on that high, but that hasn't been done before. Nah, I didn't know it was history, bro. Till after the game. That's a fat donut to have for a long time. Oh, bro. For a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I just went straight, straight over to fish, bro. And, oh, I felt so emotional, eh? Um, so, bro. What makes you feel emotional in that moment? Well, for starters, bro, that was the first time I had been in there. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, so that's a great start, bro. That's a great... Yeah, and then my roommate, bro, he was saying it, it took him six years. Mm. Six years to beat Australia, yeah, so... Yeah. I think to do it in the way that we did it so dominantly. Clinical. First win, clinical, bro. All the boys were on. We played exactly how we wanted to play that whole game. The emotions, the build-up, the, you know, being tense, and then just for it all to fall into place and get the dub. I think that's what created the emotion for me. And I think also just to cap off just a mean year, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just a mean year, and to finish it like that, go over to our skipper and bro, I, bro, we hugged for ages. Hey, <laughs> bro, borderline sus. Yeah, to fish went to break away, but the bro pulled me back in. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it was mean, bro. It was mean. Embraced a lot of the boys, just sat in those emotions, and I guess at the start of the chat we spoke about being able to feel the good. Where I was able to hundred percent take all those those feelings and emotions in because you know I feel everything else. Yeah. yeah. So, bro, it was so mean. Yeah. Now, twenty twenty three was a massive leap for the Warriors, and I know you're on time off now, but I don't want you to have to dig too deep into you know <laughs> thinking about this. But how does one Warriors step up again after it was such a leap 
from where they were before to where they are now. What what's the what are some of the things that run through your head and how the team can keep improving and how you can improve your game? Well, we're not too far, eh? We're not too Facts. far. Come on. Facts. Come on. But if, if we just replicate it, like you want to evolve and be better and look for those small wins and margins that you can get during the year. But, man, if we if we replicated this year for next year and just won those little moments, bro, like if, yeah, man, if you look at that Broncos second half, Mm. Bro, they were kicking out inside their 40, 45 every set for the first five to 10 minutes. If they called that forward pass, yeah. and I don't, bro, we should have been better, needed to be better, shouldn't have got to 24 points, uh, what was 16? But they're variables that can change the energy of a game, right? 100, bro. Yeah. And you're not given that chance. We're, we're camped up in their half, yeah. bro. So, bro, we win moments. We, we, we win moments, and I think that'll, that, that for me, just speaking out loud, it's probably an individually sort of thing, mentality, um, then a team thing. If we can get everyone switched on mm-hmm. for that moment for in, in games, I think we're going to go, bro, we'll go a long way, man. And oh, to jump to the Kiwis, we spoke about if everyone was on in that the first game against Australia, like we felt we could have given them a real good shake-up and that was just the chat all week. Everyone needs to be on 1-17 to and, bro, everyone was on. And that, that's a result of making sure that you prepare well, probably more upstairs than physically. Before we start talking about the Waz, can you just run us through the haka? Do you guys just try out hearty each other? Because, bro, I'm in there with, like, goosebumps. I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm doing it with you guys. But it's Hugh's just like, got that haka yeah. there just like, are we, like, going to run bucks right now? Are we just going to run bucks right now? Is that us? Oh, bro. I think it's, it was Blair's, having Blair's there, being able to just, uh, Tighten everything, yep. tighten everything up a little bit, and our leaders, bro, man. You didn't stay down the second game. Was that nah. a, was that a, was that a talked about conversation? Yeah, yeah. We just felt, bro, because we stood there for so long, and I think because, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I actually think later. Fish was meant to, like, <laughs> Fish looked like he was like, what am I? <laughs> bro, Fish just went to walk to his spot because we had to kick off the other way or receive the other way, and, and then, bro, we just followed him. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. That's, it, oh, that's, yeah, that's what's happening right now. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, we got your backs, good. We got your back. Go DUG and we're with you. But now we just wanted everything to be more about us than than them and the face off and yeah. everything else. So, bro, even just watching Fish lead that hacker, bro, just at the tip of the spear, man. Now, pulley, bro. Bro, that's a hard, bro. <laughs> that's a hard day. So, now we just wanted to be tight, bro. Wanted to be more about us, bro. Just. Bro, that was the first time, bro. I felt like I could have cried during the huck, eh? Dope, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro it was it. just so handies and so just present, bro. Not that you're not during the other huckers, but I just... There's an alignment with that bro. team in that week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're a lot tighter. Before you want to go, I do just want to talk about the Warriors season because we talk about sport. Oh, we talk about Warriors. And what I, what I actually enjoyed is I, I feel like it was like in, in a good way, it was kind of like a close shot from, from us really knowing what was going on with the team. Like... Andrew Webster, Incredible. Just, it was kind of like, you guys were locked in. What it, whatever you were doing, you know, you'd, you'd have your press conferences, but there wasn't a huge, there wasn't heaps of cameras in there, heaps of people having opinions. And it was just like, you'll see our work on the weekend and then you can go talk about it. But without going behind the curtains too much for you, as a player being a part of this team this year, that honestly, you, I felt like All Blacks had a great end to their campaign, but I, I, it was like New Zealand's team this year. 
You know, it really felt like, and I talked to Matomaka about it. I said, you know, I've never really bothered to look at the crowd on the, on the Jumbotron. And if I actually looked at the crowd at a lot of those home games, you know, you're seeing like people of different cultures, yeah. different walks of life, rubbing shoulders together, you know, having something in common. And, and, and to be honest, this year was a hard year for people, yeah. for a lot of people. Mm. And to give them that little breather going in for another week of whatever they're dealing with in life and i'm sure uh, you seem like a deep person i think you guys think about that you know and what you guys can can do but you've also got to go out there and play a game but what, what was it like being a part of that team this year and what did it mean to you it was crazy bro mm. it was crazy we started with our fans and bro, i think we got like 18k bro at least and i'm being modest bro at our home games and are oh, you selling those bad boys out every time <laughs> we was there bro. We did a mean this year, and then to go overseas and have people supporting as well, bro. And like you said, people are doing a tough, bro. Mm. Some people, some businesses, bro, are still oh. feeling the the aftermath, the aftermath yeah. of of COVID, bro. And I was actually just talking to someone about it, man, today, and it's it's crazy. People from different walks of life don't know what they're going going through, but for them coming to a game, seeing them cheer us on like that, bro, it's oh. man, it was mean, eh? And to be able to run out and I guess come back a different player too, a different role in the team to be able to experience that with the boys that had been there previously. Some of my mates, you know, Jazz and Bunty, and, you know, they were well-established Warriors players now. But being able to experience that with them because before, yeah, you know, I was sort of in, in cup and on the outskirts and bro, being able to rub shoulders with SJ and all of that sort of stuff, bro, it's just made running out even more special i think the journey to get there what i went through last year makes each moment that much sweeter mm. and i but you really can't put into words uh the feeling bro if you just that's crack up bro you sort of have a little <laughs> laugh when you're running out and, <laughs> with the boys because you're just like bro what is going on yeah. man <laughs> we have a little google bro scene scene like when the lights go out and all the parties, and I'm like, bro, you Crazy, don't even bro. get to see that on TV too. So oh, I'm not bro, gonna. I know, it's, the it's the best, man. It's the best. You should try it one time. It's great. <laughs> oh man, but experiences like say the Knights game, yeah, that was incredible, final, bro. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't remember Mount Smart turning up like that for Warriors game. So to be a part of that, to be able to create memories for for people, you know, we, we might be inspiring the next generation of Warriors. I know you are. And, Bro, that's it comes with success. So that's at the forefront, bro. You gotta be successful to well, you gotta win. You gotta win firstly and it's, it's a byproduct of everything else. As a player, we, um was there a pivotal moment in, in the season where you're like things turned for you guys? Was it a, was there any moment in training or a game? We've heard Sean talk about the, the Sharks Cronella game or oh, the Cronella game. You felt like there was a, there was a switch there. There was the I think it was raining. That was kind of the start of the up the wires. It's probably always a <laughs> yeah, an accumulation of a lot of things. But was there any pivotal moment for you where you were like I think we got the boys in on this? Like there's something we're doing here. I think for me, bro, it was probably the season's going mean, sweet as we we get to Magic Round. Oh, bro, we lost to Roos- uh, Melbourne the week before, actually. Yeah. And then we went lost, lost. I oh, lost before the Melbourne game, too, actually. So we went three losses in a row. But it didn't feel like we lost. Mm. 
That's so interesting you bring up that point because talking to Shawnee, and I don't think we did this on the podcast, he said the exact same thing. And he said the reason that he felt like it was great is because Andrew Webster didn't change at all. Nah, same he thing, He was still bro. the exact same. Is that what you same. were experiencing too? Same, same, bro. It didn't, it didn't feel didn't feel like we had just lost three, bro. And, gee, you could get all the – bro, I'm sure if I just scrolled down and went back to that time, bro, I swear you would have seen everyone, oh, here we go again. Same, yeah. you know, this is our year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro I'm sure you would have had – Gee, they make me go get these receipts. <laughs> but, nah, I think for me, just looking back, if we had to pick a time, bro, I remember thinking, man, it's sweet, bro. It doesn't feel like we're losing. Just it's a great place to be. Got to yeah. get on the horse, bro. Got to just trust the process, get back to doing all the one percenters, and you keep working on them long enough, bro, it'll, it'll come. It'll come, and, bro, it came. Did it come? It was like a, it was a flood. Ooh. It was an avalanche of greatness. Unreal, bro. Um, before we wrap this up, uh, next year, because we're all excited. Yeah, Rogers back. How how's the squad? Obviously, there's you you've touched on it as well. Just that momentum and just being able to harness a few of these things. But how are we feeling heading into oh, what is going to be another great year? We already noticed. Oh, bro! Congrats on being so dope too. Rogers got to go somewhere else. <laughs> 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 nah, he's the man. No, no, nah, nah, I know. He knows, but Roger knows he's got to go somewhere else. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> he's the man, bro. I've got so much time for that guy. Andrew. Nah, so keen, bro. I've, I'm always trying to touch on, you know, being present, being present, being present. Uh, oh, present. <laughs> yeah, um, Being present because I don't want to miss what's happening now. Yeah. Like, me and my wife are expecting... Oh, congratulations, man. Work Thanks, boys. Um, got Christmas coming up with my two babies. And, man, it's, there's so much to look forward to now. Um, or be happy about now and not look forward to next year. Because I don't want to miss it, but... Bro. Yeah. <laughs> man. I've got things just turning in the head, bro. Just so keen to go and try something out. And it's been a, it's been a bit of a challenge having to... Not think about it because I know I just need a switch off. I need it, bro. But oh, we're I'm so keen to get back in. Get, yeah. <laughs> get, get back, back in, in man. Um, already just talking with um, Tane just about a few things that I think we can add to our game for next year, like individually, but as a team, bro. I know the boys will be hungry, man. There's, yeah, I felt if there was a lot of stuff in, in certain games, especially that GF, if we were playing our best, man. Could have done it. We could have done it, bro. Would have done it. Would have. Yeah, so keen as, bro. So keen for next year. So keen to start training, getting, start adding new one percenters to the game. And, bro, better never stop, say. Just want to take the game to the next level and go again with the boys. Hey, just <laughs> finally, and we, we will, um, this is my final question, but I just wanted to know, and I'm confident you're probably um, equipped to deal with this chance. Media gets to tell, a lot of the time, the narrative of a player's journey. When you're all said and done, and I know it's a long way to look forward, but when you're all said and done, what would what would the narrative of chance be? Like what would you want people to be saying? What would you want people to know about you as a player and as a person? Deep ones today, bro. Mm. Like <laughs> nah, just someone that other players loved playing with mm. as a player. Just someone that they knew would get the job done, confident in, in what he brings to a team. I think that's what I would want as a player. Someone that someone wants to play with, and as a person, just just respectful, um, time for others. That's just, yeah. I try and be that person, not because it's something I want to portray, but just because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, people's got time for people like that. Not that I want people's time, but 
you don't you, you don't know other people's journeys and yeah. stories and it's it's good just to give someone an ear because it allows them to open up i guess so beautiful I got one final thing. Uh, one person is actually thinking about hanging up the boots. I don't know if you know this, but uh, MC over there, yeah, Mato Mark is thinking. He does the halftime shows for a long time. He's done the Warriors halftime shows. I feel like you guys are building some sort of chemistry. I know. I'm just double checking. Would you love to have him back for one more year? Bro, got to keep going, man. One more year. One more year. One more year. Come on, Mark. Bro, it's our year again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll decide later. I'll decide. Yeah. But no, I, I'm I'm so fizz for the boys, and it's so funny when you were talking about running out because that's when we're just finishing. Yeah. So you guys are giggling, and we're like, oh, I hope everyone's been <laughs> So the difference in energy as we cross paths is funny. Chance, thank you for your time. Nah, Legs are my favorite part story. is you just reflecting on as a player, you want to be someone that other players want to play with. I think that speaks to your humility and where you're going. And just thank you for your time, bro. Appreciate nah, it. Shop, please. Work it. Up the was. Up the was. Every year, baby. This is the morning shift. What a way to end the week. It's time to play Prize in a Box. Oh, I've been waiting for this my whole life. I love me some prizes. Literally. In partnership with PlayStation NZ. We love you, PlayStation NZ. We have up for grabs over the next six weeks plenty of awesome prizes, including uh, DualSense wireless control pads. Uh, we've also got a, a deluxe subscription worth 250 bucks. A plethora. And a couple of PlayStations as well. Today. PS5s, baby. Thank you to PlayStation NZ. We will be giving away the chance to win a PlayStation 5 console, which is in stock too, folks. So if you're thinking that's your Christmas gift, there's plenty to buy. Now, this game is really, really simple. There are two boxes sitting on the desk. <laughs> one in front of Jordan and one in front of Brooke. Jordan is the only person who gets to open his box and have a little wee peek. There's a look out. If there is the prize in his box... He will need to try and convince Brooke to take away his own box and not Jordan's. It's very simple. It's a game of deception. And at the end of the game, Brooke gets to walk away with one of the boxes. Brooke thinks he's got me covered. He's about to learn. It's like white on rice. He's about to learn, my boy. He's about to learn, my boy. Jordan's going to win. Too confident you are, mate. Jordan's going to win this one. (laughs) I've already won it. The catch is Brooke doesn't even get to look in the box right till the very end. So he's got to hope that he can find out whether or not the box in front of him is his box to leave with. Basically, Brooke, you're the champion. You're the person of the people. You're the one who is playing for our shifter. That's on brand. Jordan. (laughs) Sounds about right. Because he doesn't get to join in on our Fortnite games, he actually has the choice here. That's actually how this whole thing came about. And when I win this PS5 and I take it home and I set it up, I'm not playing with you guys either. I'm finding my (laughs) own shifter clan where we're making our own clan. I don't need yes. I don't need yes. Yeah, that's what they want on their team, someone who's never played. I Uh, don't need yes. Anyways, uh, before (laughs) before we get into meeting our shifter, we do need to pay the bills. <laughs> we are on. I was in my room playing my PS5 right then. <laughs> well, this could be your PlayStation 5, Jordan, indeed. But it's time to it bring into the be. show our shifter, and that is Jamie Lee Tito today. Jamie, how are you? 
I'm so good. I'm so excited. I'm ready for that prize in that box. Brooke, let's go. <laughs> it's all on Brooke for you, Jamie. Now, um, why did you think you deserved to win the PlayStation? What, is, what was your reasoning for entering and wanting one? All right. So I teach a class of intermediate kids, and we were doing some data collection the other day for our statistical investigation. Mm-hmm. And a kid clearly asked the class, he said, what's your favourite video game? Went around the whole class, got all the answers, Fortnite, COD, whatever else you play. And then he got to me and I said, oh, my favourite game's Crash Bandicoot, of Come course. And he laughed. He chuckled in my face and walked away. He goes, nah, miss, nah, that's not the game. I'm not writing it down. And to my disbelief, and anybody born in the mining, that is the OG go-to game of PlayStation 1 and 2. You ain't wrong. So heartbroken. True. We're at PS5 really down in now, though, Jamie. We're at PS5, so... Yeah, yeah you missed that, but yeah, I don't know if you deserve one. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I don't know if you deserve one. I don't know. It's not giving that you're going to play it every day. Jamie, you straight. Don't I worry. It's going to collect dust. It's going to no. collect dust, Jamie. Uh, Jordan's... I need to educate these children. I need to get... Mm. Crash Bandicoot on PS5 and school them at what's good. Do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. All right, Jamie, you hold the line there, and it's time for the boys to get busy and start to play. And hopefully, good luck for you, all right? I'm a rumble in the jungle. Am I looking in my box right now? Brooke, you need to turn away and face the wall. What do you mean? I can't look at him. Look at the box. I've got to see him. Look at the box. He won't be able to see in the box. Make sure he can't see in the box. Just look at his face. Jordan has opened the box. He is peering into the box. He has the box still open. Brooke is studying Jordan's eyes, seeing if he can get a clue before the game begins. The box has been closed and moved back onto the desk. The mic has been rearranged to his mouth, and Jordan will speak. Jamie, are you listening? Yes, I'm listening. I'm here. I've had a change of heart. Is that a good change? I want... I want that PS5 to go, to go to those kids. Love this. Good in play. the far north. Oh my gosh. So oh my I want gosh. you to tell I want you to tell Brooke that the banana is in my box. Okay. Am I believing you? I hope <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh Jamie do, you've got to he's a tough I, one. I will, I will say to Brooke the banana's in Jordan's box. Are you looking that in? Jamie, hold on a second. Jay- Jamie, <laughs> hold on a second now. I'm not. I have not pre descent, Jamie. That, I'm from the FFN too. Exactly. Don't get up there enough, but <laughs> exactly, Jamie. Uh, All right. I'm not taking it away from those kids. I want you to tell Brooke that the banana is in my box. Okay, Jordan. Thank you so much. I'll tell it. Put me on, bro. Put me on, bro. I'm here, sis. Hold on a second, though. Hold, hold, hold on a second. It's <laughs> a game. Hold on a second. We got to ask him some questions first. You can't just be jumping in here and believing everything that Jordan's going to say. So may I ask a couple questions before we go any further, Jamie? Tell, tell Brooke that the okay. banana is in my box, Jamie. Jamie, also I would like you to know the foreshadowing. baby. The foreshadowing is absolutely crazy because in your name is Titor, and what Jordan is is a Titor teller. Not, not when it comes to the rangatahi, Jamie. I don't, I don't play. Yes. I don't play with the rangatahi. Jordan, this banana of yours, is it, is it fresh? Is it ripe? Is it a brown? We don't get stuck on the variables, on the little, on the, on the, on the, you know, on the things that don't matter, Jamie. What you need to tell Brooke is that the banana is in my box, and your kids will have a PlayStation Five. Jamie, I Just knew this play. Just believe me. I knew this Just play. Just believe before. me. Who are you believing right now, Jamie? Jamie? 
Who are you believing right now? Who wants a PlayStation? Jamie, hold on a second. She's locked that in. Jamie, hold on a damn second. She's locked that in. Jamie, hold on a damn second. Jamie, this is this is Jordan's place. It's a northern thing. Before this, I, I knew. Why would they give Jordan the object straight away in the first place? And Jordan's play would have been to get them to swap so you, you're around. In your head. You're in your okay, head too Jamie? much. He, would, head he too wants much. us to swap around. Jamie, tell Brooke that the banana is in my box and the PlayStation Jamie, what I'm telling you is he wants us to swap around right now. The banana's in his book, Brooke, because the Far North will come for Jordan. Just get done if you Open do that up. wrong. Jamie, this is Open your last. Box. This is your last chance, Jamie. Are you going to lock it in? Open this box, bro. Jamie, I just want you to know, as I walk over there, the play I think we should have done is switch the boxes around. But I'm making my way over, I Jamie. I appreciate the hesitation. I appreciate the hesitation. What box are you going to pick? Is it your box or Jordan's <laughs> box? Jamie? Because you believe so yep. heavily. Even though I hang out with this man every single day. <laughs> every day. I will go with what you are saying. Because I do not want to let you down. Okay, that's enough. You, go you and open the know, box. You don't know the play. You haven't read, read the plays, So you're just going to lean on her. Okay, I am opening Jordan's box, Jamie. Okay, okay. Ah, oh, Jamie, you're right! Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations, Jamie. You have won a PlayStation 5 console. Yes, Jamie! Oh, my God! Jordan, you are solid, Jordan. She said, you're solid, Jordan. Jamie, what did I say? I said I wanted the kids to win. Stop it! Jamie, I always knew the whole time. I was just... Stop those kids! I wanted to win the best fight myself! I was just doing it for content, Jamie. Obviously, I knew. I was with you the whole time. Jamie knew it. She was just like, yeah, okay, I believe in me telling the truth. That's fine. Just open the box. Open the box. Open the box. Hurry up. Open the box. If you put the far, far north on the line, you can't lie there. Yeah, you can't lie on the far north. If it's been all day, baby. It was a banana as well. Jamie, please, please, please promise me that you'll put it in the classroom most of the time. Yes. Or something. Oh. Sometimes. 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 Hey, Jamie, Sometimes. congratulations. PS5 is all yours. Way to back your heart. Thank you. Woo! I can see that reaction video soon. <laughs> yeah, do it. Jamie, make sure you book an appointment into the uh, masseuse because you carried Brooke that whole segment. <laughs> this man was talking a big game, but he uh, he wanted to rely on you. Jamie, Jamie, teamwork makes the dream work. Who's going home with the PlayStation? <laughs> Never know a damn about what he's talking about. Awesome. Thank awesome. You so much. Well done, Jamie. <laughs> And we have more PlayStation prizes to give away for the next five weeks. Man, I love how I just knew the whole time. I played along. Just Jordan, played the game. Emotions, feelings. Just double down on it. Just give him something to go home about. Jordan, emotions. I'm disappointed in bro. He, uh, he, he put himself out the game. He stopped playing. He took a big game. I'm such a master of this game. He just, I am such no, a master. master. Bro, I am a master of it. Don't time. let me play again next Till week, next sir. Don't let me play again. Oh, hey, Jordan, I got it. Check on your people. <laughs> this is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make an awful game with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got
here at The Morning Chef will give you the free boob advice, saving you from asking a mate who has no idea, because we care. Yeah, we do. Our friends at Chemist Warehouse offer free advice from their in-store pharmacists on a range of vaccinations for the flu, whooping cough, because they're whooping that ass, and more. Oh, is it whooping cough?